What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Week 13 recap episode, the final week of the regular season. It's really sad to say. Football regular season is over, but the postseason is here. We got a lot to discuss today. Who's going to the Big Ten Championships? What bets I won and which ones I somehow lost this week and everything else that's going on with football, some coaching moves, all today on this episode. But let's get started with the big one, the game in the Big Ten, the the game in college football this year, I would say. I saw some stats on Twitter that said 17 million people watched this game. It was more than a lot of other sporting events. I can't remember which ones they said on Twitter. NBA Finals, some golf stuff. Um, really huge game in college football. Number two, Ohio State at home against number three, Michigan. If you listen to the preview episode, some of what I said actually came to fruition, but the rest of it was, I was completely wrong about. And basically that was all in the second half, but let's talk about it though. Ohio State, they got punched in the mouth again. This happened again. This happened last year. It happened again this year. I'm surprised it happened again this year. I thought Ohio State was going to be pissed off. I said that on the preview episode. I thought they'd come out angry. I thought they'd try to put one on Michigan. But they were unable to do that in the first half. It was a great game. Lots of big plays. Um, Cornelius Johnson for Michigan had two monster, monster touchdown catches. One of them, he was just wide open. There wasn't anyone within 20 yards of him. The other one, uh, Ohio State brought basically the house and he caught a little out route and broke a tackle, and then he broke it for another touchdown. Um, Ohio State played fine. It looked like they were going to be able to run the ball really well against Michigan. They had some really big holes. They were opening up, and I thought it was going to be a long day for the Michigan defense going into halftime. It was, what was the score? 20-17 to 17 going into halftime, but it really, it really felt like Michigan was winning because for a home team, for a home game, I should say, for Ohio State, it felt like they needed to have a bigger lead at halftime than three. And the way that the game was playing out, things that were happening weren't really what have happened to Ohio State so far this year. They don't give up big plays like that. In fact, in this series, that has hardly ever happened. It was the first time that someone's thrown two 45-yard-plus touchdowns um, in a game at Columbus for Michigan. And J.J. McCarthy did that in the first half. So really impressive first half for him. And then in the second half, it was all about the Michigan defense. They absolutely shut Ohio State down. They held them to three points in the second half. They scored 28. They go on to win the game 45-23. to C.J. Stroud, he had a good touchdown pass in, excuse me, two good touchdown passes in the first half. Um, he actually threw for 349 yards. So he had a big day in the air, but a lot of that was in the second half when they were trying to come back and Ohio state kept having good drives. They kept getting down to the 40, the 30, the 20 in that area, but they just could not finish the drive. Michigan was bending, but not breaking. Um, JJ McCarthy, he throws three and two of them were monster touchdown pass. I can't even remember what the third one was. But the second half story was Donovan Edwards. He broke a 75-yard touchdown pass, which kind of felt like at that point Michigan was in total control. They get another stop right after that. In fact, 
not really a stop, but they got that's when they gave up the field goal was in the fourth quarter after that big touchdown run. And then right after that, he comes out and he gets an 85 yard touchdown run. Basically going back to back and having huge runs. Donovan Edwards was huge. Blake Corum didn't play really. I mean, he came out for a couple of snaps in the first drive. It was a little bit of window dressing though. I think they wanted to show that he could play so that their game plan on defense, Ohio State's game plan on defense might have to shift a little bit, but he really didn't play this game. It was all Donovan Edwards uh, the rest of the way. Really impressive win for Michigan. They're going on to the Big Ten Championship uh, for the second year in a row. For the second year in a row, they beat Ohio State. This time they do it in their house. And just a really, like I said, really, really great win for them. It puts them on the national stage now where they are for sure one of the best teams. Ohio State still is too, I think. I still think Ohio State is still one of those top six teams. And depending, we'll talk about the playoff picture here at the end of the pod, but um, depending on how things shake out, Ohio State could still be in that top four. We'll see what happens. All right, let's move on to the West, though. I said it was finally won. Um, On Friday night, I can't remember what was going on Friday night. so long ago, it seems like now. Uh, Iowa, Iowa lost the game on Friday night to Nebraska. That was their chance to go to the Big Ten Championship. So it opened the door for Purdue to go to Indiana, get a big win, and go to the Big Ten Championship for them. First half of this game, it looked like they were going to be in trouble. Indiana, they weren't really like beating, beating Purdue. Like it didn't look like they were dominating them, but they were up seven to three. And again, second half, everything changed. Purdue comes out in the second half. They score 27 points. Indiana adds on nine in the fourth quarter to keep it relatively close. But Purdue, Purdue, after this whole season, with their ups and downs, advances. They take care of business. They win 30-16. to 16. Aiden O'Connell had two touchdown passes, almost 300 yards. Maccabee for Purdue, 15 attempts, and he almost rushed for 100 yards. He also added a touchdown. Charlie Jones had a monster game, and he didn't even have a ton of catches. 143 yards on four receptions and a touchdown. His touchdown was unbelievable. He's been highlight after highlight this year. This guy is tough to guard. He is tough to guard. Um, Purdue wins the game. They're going to Indianapolis for the first time since we've split the divisions up. This is Purdue's first time in the Big Ten Championship. How big is this for that school and those fans. I, I I am guessing, I know Michigan travels well, but I am guessing in the Big Ten Championship game, Purdue is going to show up and they're going to actually have more fans than Michigan on Saturday night. Um, really exciting that we finally figured out who won the West. It was up in the air all year. We didn't know, was it Purdue? Illinois looked like they were in control of it, but they lost some games at the end. Um And then, of course, Iowa had a chance to get in there. Minnesota even had a chance for a little while. Wisconsin was in there, but it's over now. All the chaos is over. You can crumple up the flow charts. You can crumple up the if, ands, or buts. Purdue's going to the Big Ten Championship in a great year for them. Um, I say great year. They're 8-4. and But they're in the Big Ten Championship, and that's what you want if you are uh, competing. You want to be competing at the end of the year, and that's what they're doing. No one else is playing on Saturday, just them in Michigan. So that's exactly what you want, and that is a great year. When you're all, when you're finishing the year in a championship or in a good bowl game, that's a great year. 
Um, Illinois. <clears throat> they tried to back their way into the championship. They needed Purdue to lose. Obviously, I just said that didn't happen. But Illinois totally took care of business. They were dominating Northwestern just like I thought they would. Um, DeVito looked fine. Um, they actually had somebody else running the ball when I was watching the game. Love the third. He had 85 yards and a touchdown, which was surprising because that's usually Chase Brown's ball to be carrying around. I don't know. Was he injured? Was he a little hurt? I'm not really sure. Um, I was watching the Purdue game a little bit closer than this one because I knew that if they won, it was over. It didn't really matter what happened in the Illinois game. Um, but Illinois finishes with a win. They're 8-4 and four as well. They'll be going to a decent bowl game. Kind of a disappointing finish for them. Uh, their coach, Brett Bielema, he was on Twitter. This kind of bothered me a little bit. Not really because I understand what he's saying. So he basically said that he wishes that he had a chance to play in the Big Ten Championship on a neutral field with neutral referees. And he was really referring to, I think, probably the Indiana game a little bit at the beginning of the year, but more or less the Michigan game two weeks ago when he thought there were some unfavorable, and there were. And I understand he's defending his guys, he's defending his team. But here's the deal. If you're an Illinois fan, you had every opportunity to still go to the Big Ten Championship. You had every chance. You want to talk about going to the Big Ten Championship, but yet you lose at home to Michigan State. You lose at home to Purdue. And then you go to Michigan and lose. And I understand they got kind of cheated out of the Indiana game when they were at Indiana, but you still have to win that game. Indiana is not good. You have to win that game. Look what Purdue did to them. Purdue didn't mess around with them. They they finished them. There was no chance for the referees to be involved in that. So I get what Bielema is saying about the calls not going his way in some of those big games, but at the end of the day, you lost to Michigan State at home. You can't do that. If you win that game, you are in the Big Ten Championship, and then you have everything you just asked for. So... I don't really want to hear it from him when it comes to the complaining about the refs and, and things of that nature. You had every opportunity to go, and you didn't capitalize on it. So that's just what happens. Uh, other games that took place that I didn't watch, especially this one, Maryland and Rutgers. Maryland was all over Rutgers. It was on at the same time as the Michigan-Ohio State game. I didn't watch a snap of this game, so I don't know what happened. Um, <clears throat> you had to imagine Maryland was going to win. They've been pretty good all year. I've had them like – on that just barely above average. Um, but they finish at 7-5. and five. They're in a tough division, though. They got too many hard teams to beat. They got to play Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan every year. And then after that, it's like you can't make any mistakes if you want to be good. I mean, it's a tough year for Maryland. I thought they were pretty good this year, though. I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching Maryland play. Um, Minnesota did what I thought they were going to do. They went up to Wisconsin and beat Wisconsin 23 to 16. They were the underdogs by three in this game, but I took them with the points. And I said on the preview episode, I thought they would win outright. And they did. Um, Mertz didn't really do much. He didn't score or he didn't score or throw a touchdown. Um, Minnesota had their backup in again. I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Kalika Manis. Um, he had two touchdowns, 319 yards. So Minnesota wins kind of a meaningless game. Um, the other games that happened also this week, I think there's only one more that I have to talk about, right? Yes, that's right, because I already talked about Nebraska and Iowa on Friday night. Um, Penn State beats Michigan State. Michigan State season is over. They will not be bowling. Penn State, 10-2, and two, and really tough year for them as far as just what division they're in. 
you have to play Ohio State, which they almost beat Ohio State. If you remember that game, they were on Ohio State's butt right there. They had them. I thought they had them. I thought they were going to pull out the win. Um, but then, of course, they get blown out by Michigan. That's tough. That's tough when you got to play those two teams, especially they had to play Michigan on the road. Um, but they win the rest of their games. They won that big game at the beginning of the year against Auburn. They're a top 10 team, I think. I think they're a top 10 team. They're really good. They're not a team that like Tulane's going to want to play in a bowl game. <laughs> they're just not. They're not a team that like Utah is going to want to see in a bowl game. Although I would love to see that. I thought that I think that would be a great game. Um, but they're really good though. Clifford's been good at the end of the year. He had four touchdowns in this game. Um, so Penn State, they'll although they don't get to go to a Big Ten championship, they're not going to be involved in the playoffs, unfortunately. They'll be in a New Year's Day game-ish, like one of those big games around the turn of the uh, year here. And I think that they're going to be great in that game because Purdue is a really good, or I'm sorry, Penn State is a really good team. Penn State's a really good team. Uh, For Michigan State, I don't know where you guys go from here. I mean, just a tough year all the way through. They had all the things that happened in the Michigan game, losing players. You had so many injuries this year. Um, you had pretty poor quarterback play, absolutely no running back play at all. I don't think Keon Coleman's coming back next year, is he? He can't, right? I mean, maybe he is. Is he eligible for the NFL? He's your best player. That'd be tough. Um, the defense looked back bad pretty much the whole year, and I just don't know where they go from here. I don't know if Mel Tucker's the guy for them. I don't know. I don't know. What do you know? What, what are you going to say about Michigan State? I don't know. What are you going to say? All right, uh, that was all the other games. The other big news in the Big Ten, Luke Fickle is going to be, or already is, hired by Wisconsin, which I just put this out on Twitter. I have no clue what this means for Jim Leonard. Is he staying in Wisconsin and going to be the defensive coordinator? I doubt it. I doubt it after this. I mean, would you, I don't know. That's That's the team he played for. Would you stay? I put it out on Twitter. Like I said, I didn't get a ton of response. I got one Purdue fan say, Maybe he wants to come to coach defense at Purdue. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of a – why wouldn't he just stay at Wisconsin, though? I'm really trying to figure out what he's going to do. Um, I heard I had another guy say that the Cincinnati job is open and uh, also the Western Michigan job just opened up this morning. They just fired Tim Lester. So I don't know what his move is. I think that – once you get a taste of being a head coach, he's going to want to stay being a head coach. But I could be wrong. Maybe Wisconsin offers him a good deal to stay and just be a defensive coordinator. Maybe he likes it in Wisconsin. I don't know. I have no idea. And I don't know what Luke Fickle wants. Because really, ultimately, it's up to him Like if he wants him to stay. Right? Because when you're hired as a head coach, you get to pick your own guys. And Leonard's not his guy. He was just He just happened to be there. So um, I know Wisconsin fans are very excited about the hire. I'm just really curious what happens to Jim. But uh, I guess congratulations to the Badgers. You got your guy. He's been successful everywhere, it seems like. Luke Fickle has. So um, we'll see what he does at Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's a tough place to recruit. I would like to see him change some things up. You know, Wisconsin... It just seems like every time you're watching Wisconsin, no offense, Badgers fans, but it just seems like their offense is boring all the time, no matter what you're watching, football or basketball. I don't know. 
So I hope he I hope he comes in and just runs something completely different. I don't know a ton about him. I don't know what his philosophies are. So um, congratulations to Wisconsin. You got your guy. And then Nebraska sounds like they got their guy too, Matt Rule, who has been in the Big Ten before. I just looked him up on Wikipedia. He used to be with Penn State years ago, years, years ago. He's been bounced around everywhere. He's been with the Giants. He's been obviously most recently with the Carolina Panthers. He had a two or three year stint at Baylor where he did really good, really good at Baylor. Um, so now he's at Nebraska and, I, and they're different than Wisconsin. I think, I think Nebraska is easier to recruit. I think that Nebraska is going to give more money to recruit in this new age of NIL and things of that nature. So Matt rule, when I first saw the news, I, I, I have a little, you know, just because of what he's done lately. And all I know from him lately is what failing with the Carolina Panthers. So I was like, I don't know about this move, but the more I read into it, the more I saw people on Twitter, the Nebraska fans were very excited. They totally backed up the truck for him. I think he got like almost 75 million for eight years. So um, congratulations to him on the money for sure. But uh, we'll see if he can get things turned around in Nebraska. It'd be nice to have Nebraska good again. Be nice to have them good again. And I was just talking about Jim Leonard. Now what happens to Mickey Joseph? After he just won pretty much the biggest game of his career on Friday night, beating Iowa and spoiling their chances, is he just gone now? Like, does he just fade away? I don't know. I don't know what happens to these guys. We'll find out in the offseason, I'm sure, though. All right, uh, lastly, my bets for the weekend. I had Michigan State and Penn State over that missed. I had Iowa, or I'm sorry, Indiana plus 10.5 against Purdue. It looked like that was going to hit for a while, and then Purdue puts it on them in the second half. That missed. I also lost the Illinois Northwestern under 38. Of course, the one time I take a under on a low over-under, it loses. And then my winners were Minnesota plus 3 against Wisconsin. Michigan plus eight against Ohio State. I didn't need either one of those points. They both won outright. And then I knew Maryland was going to dominate Rutgers. They cover 14. That leaves me at 35 and 44 on the season. I tried. I really, I really tried. I really tried. I guess I got bowl games still. I don't know. Am I going to get 10 more picks? I'd have to go like 10 and 0 to finish the season. Even if there, I don't even think there's going to be 10. Is there 10 bowl? Did, there might be 10 bowl games. Is there 10 bowl eligible? I don't know. I'm not going to look it up right now. I'm going to do a preview episode of the Big Ten Championship at some point this week. Possibly, I'd like to get a little bit more in-depth on these two teams and the matchups and the spreads and everything that's going to take place on Saturday. Also have some basketball stuff coming out today. Um, and we'll look forward to the uh, to the postseason here. Really great season. What a fun season. I mean, both sides of the conference weren't decided until the last game of the season, even the East. Even though we knew it was going to be Michigan or Ohio State for most of the season, we didn't know who until the last game. So really exciting season, uh, regular season in the Big Ten. I hope your team is playing on Saturday. I hope you're a Purdue or Michigan fan. (laughs) That's the only chance you have to be playing on Saturday. Or I hope you're excited about the future. Maybe you're a Nebraska fan and you're jacked right now because you got Matt Rule. Maybe you're a Wisconsin fan. You're jacked right now. You got Lou Fickle, baby. It's all going to change now. Maybe you're a Michigan State fan and you're hoping for some news that Mel Tucker's going to get fired. I don't know. Hopefully you're excited, though. 
Um, what a fun season. I'll be back later this week for that Big Ten Championship preview, and uh, we will see you guys then.